Good evening. Oh. What are you drinking tonight, sweetheart? I'm drinking coffee because... We're drinking some coffee because... We are old. <laughs> need a little pick-me-up. So we're doing this oh podcast before we do our rise to the peak call on a Sunday night here. And we just had some extra time. Mm -hmm. We are prepping for our weekly call. And we just... Got done that early, so we had some extra time. And I felt motivated and just inspired to keep on going with this journey that we're taking you down because I feel like there's a lesson in everything that goes on in life and you can always look at it when it's happening. Shit, like it just sucks. But then you look back and you go, wow, that really taught me a heck of a lot into who I am, like what I want out of life, mm -hmm. and really the driving force behind a lot of different things. Yeah, I mean, when you're in that valley, you don't see the full picture, right? You're only focused on all the negative that's happening to you, all the bad stuff, and you're constantly, you know, putting the blame on others or like, you know, cursing God or whatever it is. And like, why am I here? Mm. Why am I feeling this? Why am I being put through these trials and tribulations, right? But then once you pull through, and whether that's by the grace of God or whether that's by changing your circumstances and doing better for yourself or whatever it may be. Or just taking a step back and just yeah, after the fact. <laughs> doing like the bird's eye view of the whole situation and being like, I had to go through that for X, Y, and Z for me to grow. Yeah. Or, you know, I was meant to be put into the situation so I know to never put myself back in it. Yeah. And that's kind of why we're talking about one of our i mean there's plenty of there's rock, plenty of them. plenty of rock bottoms but tonight just talking about our lowest rock bottom as a couple and obviously you got the full picture josh and i have been together for so many years so many years since we were high 16. school sweethearts all that stuff so we have lived the dating life very oh, young man. we lived the engaged life in our early early 20s Some people say that we did not experience life but let me tell you we have grown into who we are together right. and it's it's kind of wild but at the same time really interesting too because <laughs> we are not the same people when we were 16 oh my gosh. by any means no but i would punch myself in the face if i met myself now and like wise up krista yeah i'd punch you in the face too i know <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't a nice person but so one of our stories that we we i don't like telling it, right? But it's the most relatable. And it's something that always stuck out to me um, was many years ago um, when we still lived in Pennsylvania and we had just purchased a new home. And it, like, this is our first like single house. We had acreage and we had just kind of remodeled some of the things. But again, you know, live in the white picket fence dream that right. everyone puts out there on social media that, oh, it's okay like peaches and roses unicorns and rainbows no it was it was from <laughs> from the instagram life we had it all together right we Ugh. had the new car that highlight reel. we had you know i had my play toy sitting in the garage um we had just redone the whole house um everything you'd walk through and you'd be like wow immaculate like nice all Look that kind of perfect. stuff right and we were still young and we were 
being honest, we were living out of our means and we were playing keeping up with the Joneses. We were doing all that. Everything was going on credit card, guys. It wasn't anything out of our own bank account because we, at the time, were not financially in the position to do so. But we wanted to impress others. We really cared about what others thought about us. And we got into that rat race of having to keep up. So what did we do? Well, you know, we tried to live that lifestyle outside of our means and it ended up biting us in the butt. And the story that I like to tell is, um, used to work for a dealership back in Pennsylvania and befriended one of the uh, finance managers, became really close with them. And here he had given me uh, free hockey tickets and it was up in Allentown. And so I had this whole night represent. planned. Represent. Represent. <laughs> um, I had this whole night planned. I said, "Hun, Friday night, I'm going to get done work, you know, dress up. I got free tickets. They're in a box. Like all this kind of stuff for the hockey game. Nothing. We don't have to pay for anything. It's going to be awesome. So we get all dolled up. We take the like hour drive up to Allentown for the hockey game that night. Here, I totally forgot about parking. And there was a minimum $6 parking fee to get six into the garage freaking dollars okay, I, okay. reiterate six, six dollars dollars okay now i didn't have any cash my wife didn't have any cash we were scrounging for pennies and quarters in the car we couldn't come up with it our bank account was zero we were we it had was nothing actually negative. negative and this was like on a wednesday night so we didn't get paid till like thursday night friday right so mm. we sat in the car circling this parking garage trying to find any kind of free parking spot anything and we probably did that for about a half hour and in me my rage and frustration just built up built up and built up because guys i had free tickets to a hockey game i was taking the love of my life to something i told her to get dressed up for we were going to have fun all expense paid the parking, $6. I couldn't even afford the $6 parking fee. We could not. We could not. Because I was working too, but it wasn't like anything yeah. like ravishing where I could, you know. But it like dawns on me now that I take for granted what we have right now. And I look back on this story and I go, 6 dollars for parking and at that point i saw josh just boil over and I, I was like you know what it's okay let's just go home it'll be fine um we'll just have like a nice night in and I, like it's okay we're good i was so upset <sighs> because i was raised and this isn't socially correct or whatever you guys are like whatever it may be but cancel right <laughs> but i was raised in a world where the man took care of your wife you provided now we both worked and we didn't, we still don't have any kids but you know we only had our two incomes coming in mm -hmm. and at that point i did make a little bit more than you at that time yeah but you know it was a mindset of mine that I was supposed to be the supporter of the family. So I took it very hard, very extreme to to me personally because I could not afford $6 to get into this hockey game. And I wasn't it's it's when the problem isn't the problem, yeah. right? So I sat in this car boiling over because I was not 
mad at Krista by any means, but she happened to be the brunt of the argument the fight, my frustration. Can you feel that and hear that, ladies and gentlemen? So when the problem is not the problem, and this is a prime example of that because yeah. that night we got, I don't know, what Burger King or some bullshit that we put on a credit card. Oh my gosh. We just needed like anything because we were starving at this point. And, you know, that was back in my bodybuilding days. So I was hangry and I needed to eat. <laughs> and like, you know, I had all these plans of getting dinner there, but Anyway, guys, so we were at this restaurant. We spoke like maybe two words to each other while eating our dinner. And then the D word started coming up between our conversation on the way home because yeah. we were so angry. I was at like, one I'm another. done with you. I don't want to do this anymore. And, and I was treating my wife like a complete pile of shit. Yeah. Because I was just so angry and, and I hadn't worked on myself yet. So there was so there was a, so many things in my mind that I was beating myself up about. Yeah. On top of the fact that I couldn't even afford that six dollar parking, and my wife ended up becoming the brunt of all my frustration boiling over. Yeah, and honestly, I think that's what it all stems down to. Obviously, we're still together, <laughs> but um, moral of the story: that there. rock bottom. You need to, whatever you're going through right now, and this is me coming from a psychology like brain, is you need to take what you're going through at face value mm. and look into your ego of what is actually going on. And from there, I always just like breathe, stop, reflect, and just go. Whatever is going on, whether it's a $6 parking or later on we'll talk about this with my family, but it could be literally anything. You need to stop in the moment, breathe, and realize that what is going on is not the problem. There's something underlying that really needs to surface mm -hmm. or maybe it's the kick in the ass that you need. Mm -hmm. The kick in the ass that you need to keep going. Your purpose, your freaking why of why you will never, ever, ever be at that point of $6 parking. Yeah, no problem. $600 for a dinner. No problem. Like $1,000 to rent a car. No problem. Like all of these little things, you will come to a point in your life where that $6 is the driving force. And I'm speaking for myself is the driving force of why I will never live paycheck to paycheck ever again. And that was the why behind why I do what I do. But also, I never want anyone to ever feel that way ever again. Because if I'm feeling that way, I know other people do as well. And if there's something that I can do in peak driven, even just providing that confidence boost mm -hmm. is something that I genuinely look for and why I have the backing of my business because that is mm -hmm. all that I live for now. And that was the lowest of the low as a man that I can speak of in the sense of providing for my family, for my wife that I ever felt. And once I, it took a couple of days, guys, I'm not going to lie. Like, right. We were a little touch and go there after this <laughs> fight. 
And after the conversation and argument that we had, you know, it, it was, was like it wasn't a couple days; it was like months. I'm fast forwarding here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyway, oh guys, what gosh. what I'm trying to say is one, we're not perfect, right. and two, you know, that was the driving force between or from me growing as a man and realizing I needed to change. I made a promise to Krista. I said, you know, that feeling that we had that night is a feeling I never, ever, ever want to have ever again. 100. And that was the point in which my mindset changed to always wanting to do better with my career. You know, money is not always something to chase, right? But you know a circumstance that you never want to feel ever again. And let's be honest, you know, sometimes having better financial situation can help you eliminate ever feeling those types of emotions. And so from that point on, I've always chased maybe a little bit better of a career, but also like a mindset in which I need to do better for myself. And, you know, a career in business will will follow if I become a better person, right? Usually the it will paycheck. flourish for right. sure. And so that was just that night that moment sticks out in my mind as my rock bottom as a provider for my wife yeah and then also the other time would have been you know watching you become like your firewalker do your tony robbins and all that kind of yeah, stuff i think we talked about that last time too. right but that was also my rock bottom of me being in a, in a negative mindset me being emotionally just lost and having no direction yeah, but also I remember that time. So we can get into this because, I mean, it is what it is. But I was going to New Jersey, and at that point I was supposed to be going with someone else. And they just, to be blunt, they just bitched out. And they weren't ready for it. And I went alone. <laughs> And I was so scared and I like went in a hotel room that was super sketchy and slept slept on top of the actual bedding and everything. I remember this and I brought, um, our dog is Mickey and I brought his blanket and I like slept with it to like, just make sure like oh, I'm, I'm okay. Guys, but uh, side note, we are super dog lovers and our <laughs> puppy, which he's not a puppy, he's five years old, but- He'll be six this year. Okay. We still call him our puppy. <laughs> he's definitely not a puppy. He's our fur baby. He's our everything. We are literally planning a trip to see family just so we don't have to fly. We can drive because we can't stand- 10 days without him. No, exactly. So. I don't want to live without him. So when I went to uh, Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power Within, I brought all this stuff. But I remember Josh sent me flowers to my hotel room. And at that point, because he saw the growth in me, he's like, shit, I got to step up. I actually and forgot I did that. You did? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. I will remember that until the day that I die, unless, you know, I, I get not, Alzheimer's. Yeah, I get just, Alzheimer's. Hey, where are you? <laughs> but, <laughs> did I shit myself? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I wrote in my notes, too, like, Krista, don't laugh so much. Um, but kind of hard being on a podcast with me. I know, but I... I will remember that until the day that I die because 
that was the the pivotal point of my growth that I saw Josh actually come along to mm-hmm. what I wanted out of life. I was sick, sick and tired of living everyone else's dream. And this is the point that I want to just drive home at the end of all of this is I was trying to live everyone else's dream and I wasn't living my own damn dream. Mm. And I came from, and maybe somebody can relate to this too, was I didn't have a dream. I was lost. I was Mm. hanging out with the wrong crowds. I was, you know, just floating, right? Like I, I had that nine to five. Um, we had the house, you know, we were, we were good. We were good. From like, the outside looking man, in. Man, <laughs> you know, right, right. And so I didn't have any aspirations. I didn't know how to better myself. I thought this is it. I'm going to be here for the next 40 years, collect a, you know, 401k and cash out. And then I begin to live my life in my sixties. Like I honestly was in that type of Woof. Yeah. And I wanted out as soon as possible because I saw this vision for myself of I don't fit anyone's, like Josh said, maybe someone can relate to this. I don't fit anyone's like picture at all. And needless to say, I work a corporate job. You know, do I fit it? Probably not. But... Um, like I have always been the person who I was friends with everyone in high school, at least tried to. No, you were Mrs. Popular. I put on this facade that like, you know, like I was bitch and you know, everything. But every party you were at. Exactly. (laughs) But I wanted to please other people and I wanted to be that person that people relied on. If they needed a ride home while they were drunk at a party, I was there. And you could count on me no matter what. And I just didn't fit in any circle. I was a cheerleader, but I also, like, I wore studded belts and, like, Atreyu shirts and ripped jeans and chucks. And, like, I I was not the typical cheerleader. And I didn't fit the goth people, but I didn't fit the cheerleader people either. I was just, like... <laughs> doing my own thing and I want you guys to if you're at rock bottom like we were talking about before you need to stop and reflect of what's going on have that cry out moment and use what I did and we'll talk about this in the next podcast um I used my car as like as I was driving I was crying like my drive time was my cry time and at that point, you need to realize what's good for you and what is your dream. And it doesn't matter what circle you fit in, create your own damn circle mm-hmm. because and- there's so much more to life than what everyone else is depicting for you. And I'm really big on it. If you listen to like our uh, Rise to the Peak shows and stuff, I'm really big on the hard conversations that you have to have with yourself and whether that's like in health and nutrition or whether that's just in life, you know, I'm really big on sitting down kind of like a meditation type thing and getting into your own head and really asking yourself the deep burning questions that you normally put in the back of your head and you just, you know, 
you skip it because you don't want to have that type of conversation because it's going to either scare you or stir up feelings that you don't want to feel or you might come to the realization of an answer that's going to make you poop your pants and be like, <laughs> well, I guess I do have to quit this job or I guess I do have to maybe move or leave this person or edit this person out of my life. Or, you know, it, it, it's mm. it's one of those hard things to do. And a lot of times what we do is we get in that rat race of life. We go to work. We sleep into the last minute. We have to rush around. We quick leave for work. We get home. And then it's it's either family time, kids have this and that to do, and then maybe an hour in front of the TV that we use as like a quote unquote, I'm just, you know, relaxing. relaxing. Netflix and chill. Right. And then it's go to bed and do it all over again. Do it all over again. Weekends are packed with whatever that you can cram in there to keep yourself busy because we never want to actually confront the problem. Yes. We never actually want to sit there in our emotions and feel our feels so true and 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 be like this job isn't feeding me any longer i could do so much better or this situation i'm in maybe this person's abusive towards me verbally or physically or whatever and this relationship is going nowhere but yet i feel like i'm stuck because i'm afraid and i'm afraid of leaving my job i'm afraid of the outcome of this i'm afraid of the outcome of that and you know what Fear is a bitch and a liar. That's all I'm going to say. Right. But sometimes finding the right people to talk to, to help you walk through these things. Yes. Are also, you know, and I'm going to have a pot. We're going to have a podcast on this, hon. But like our faith, right? For sure. And that's a big part of our new renowned life, if you will, is, is faith. And, you know, having the courage to just kind of give everything up to God and just be like, I know you have a plan for me and you have a purpose for me in life. I am lost. I'm tired of trying to figure out everything on my own. Mm -hmm. I'm giving it all up to you and show me the way. And I think a lot of people are just afraid to do that because the way that might be shown to them is not the way that they want to do. And that way may be the hard way. And people are so wanting to just do the easy way out all the time. And let me tell you, life is a bitch. And it's always going to be an uphill battle. Yes, it is. And you're going to go through the peaks and the valleys, whether it's in business, whether it's in life, whether it's in relationships. Fitness. Fitness, right? Oh, man. But those things are the times that we learn and we grow yep. and makes us a better person on the other side. So I think we need to have those hard conversations. And I think this is a good point to kind of wrap it up sure. to... You know, just keep fighting. And even, like I said, if you're at that rock bottom, just keep fighting the good fight. Mm -hmm. And continually be relentless in everything that you do. But to your point, too, keep fighting the good fight. If that fight isn't working for you anymore, maybe you need to change the fight. Maybe you're fighting the wrong thing because you're constantly... Definition of insanity is knocking on the same door, expecting a different result. So your rock bottom might continually always be there. You might always end up being there because you are fighting the wrong battles. Mm. So good. So. I dig it. Fist bump. All right. Pow. On that note, we hope you have an amazing, amazing day and continually be relentless in all the things that you do. All right, guys.